Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about Season 6, Episode 10, titled The Winds of Winter. We just watched it. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit, this episode was everything I wanted it to be. It really was. And more, actually. Like, all the things we talked about in the lead up to this kind of happened. But with twists that made it still kind of satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had talked a lot about the wildfire and what was going to happen with that. Sure. The twist there was, hey, it's not just wildfire. There's also a battle to see if Lancel can get there. Yeah, and, <laughs> and if Marjorie it. can get out, and what will Tommen do? And, and none of them got out. Yeah. And Tommen, holy shit, Tommen. <laughs> like, yeah. my mind was blown. <laughs> blown, and that was ten minutes into the episode. Dude, this was old school Game of Thrones. Like, just, and like, with the brutality, and I felt like, yeah, also kind of tastefully done, because there was a lot of, like, hardcore brutal dark things happen in this episode oh, yeah but i felt like miguel sapochnik really skirted you know really walked that fine line between like you know um what do you call that uh you know for like for being vo- you know, like voyeuristic and morbid versus like being turned off by how sensational it is okay sure you know because i know that can like if, if, if like the the camera keeps going for another 30 seconds it goes from like oh man to like oh man right like and, unella or whatever yeah 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 and there was another one i remember like there was something really brutal um but then again like when uh grandmaster grandmaster pycel got it like they yeah. didn't really spare <laughs> any details and the fact it was children made it even like oh god it's so fucked up i i don't even know where to start with this because like Every well, single... So, so I have an opening statement. Okay, bring it. Uh, because I feel like I finally am starting to understand what they're doing with this adaptation. And, like, you know, like the adapting the material from the the books and the bullet points to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, you know, there's some criticism about, like, you know, why can't you just do it like it is in the books? Or even adhere more closely. Like, why have you gone kind of wild? And I kind of feel like that, you know... Right or wrong, their philosophy is we want to have a certain pace and certain high points that we hit at each season at certain points. Okay. They're doing a TV show and, and, and they're, formula. So, so like, you know, we talk a lot about the remixes in The Walking Dead where it's just like they're just changing it for change's sake. I think they're changing it and sometimes significantly from the books, but then they take those pieces of the stew and they stitch them back together. Like in this, we'll probably talk about in the spoilers uh, podcast on Friday that they took literal words out of other characters' mouths, gave it to different characters, sometimes split the dialogue between one character and then pass it off to another, and like these different situations, just so all this stuff, instead of kind of having these weird high points and disjointed things and plots that go nowhere, everything kind of neatly at the end of the season came together. Bang. Yeah, it did. It did on all fronts, I think. And, and I, mean, I feel like that, like, again, you could quibble about, like, well, why couldn't they just done Dorne the way, you know, if if we if, if the point of Dorne is the lead up to the fire and blood. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't, I mean, this version actually goes somewhere awesome, which is the unification of Dorne and the Tyrells with this uh, uh, Targaryen alliance. Right. Was I crazy or did I see a couple Dornish sails in the battle okay i thought if they're so. the big the yeah, red the sun, like yeah. dot sort of the, yeah yeah so like there's the i mean that that's really going to sun spear it's really right. going um that, that that alliance came together quickly it did a lot of things happened quickly like the aria stuff the the sail dyers like in lightning. marine like they were just dying sails black round the clock working I their really... dying fingers through the bone <laughs> i guess so black and red and yeah then you got the guys red gotta and guess, tan and i bet some of those dragons look pretty shitty 
You know, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, like the dragons in the back. Were the, they helping out the, with the, the dying? Were they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying All like, hands, guys, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Drogon, get in they here. They just strap big red paintbrush to the Drogon's <laughs> wingtips and wave some goats around and just... It's more of a dragon impression, really. They dipped right. Drogon in paint and had him, like, you know, put a goat in the middle of each sail. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, All right. But that's the silly stuff. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know where to begin because about every fucking ten minutes... Bam! And I feel like this episode could have ended like six times. Sure, on on an epic scene that sure. makes you want to go, yes, next season. Like, and I'm not even totally sure about all the things that I saw. Like Arya, I mean, Arya slitting Frey's throat. I don't know if that all lines up and makes sense. And and is like time wise or just in on all kinds of levels. But it was fucking awesome to see. It was, yeah. And like she they got just, a revenge. You know, they 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 had the fray pot. I mean, because that's that's from the books, but oh, heavily pies, yeah. adapted. And you know, like the the whole it, it kind of leads in lends. I, I I'm just babbling. Um, <laughs> it was amazing though. I mean. Every every, every plot got so it. many great shots, like the way that he lingered on that open window, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, why am I watching this open window? And then Tom and just jump, jump out. And the way they just they they undersold it. I mean, yeah. they, it was like Frey was already talking over it before yeah. it was over. Like Tommen's falling, Frey's talking, and they cut away, and it's just like, yeah, that happened. And that that great amazing scene of Sansa and John on on the parapets where they're kind of like together yet divided. Uh-huh. Like just this guy, this fucking guy knows how to shoot a goddamn television show. Yeah, this Miguel uh, Sapochnik. That- can I just say, like, Cersei in her all-black? Like, she's forsaken the gold Lannister. She's oh, got yeah. silver on now. She's like the fucking like, Black Queen. Holy shit, that looked cool. Yeah, it did. From the moment, like, the first moment of the episode where she was, you thought she was preparing for a trial or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it, to the very end where she's sitting on the throne. I yeah. Mean, and it was, there was so wow. much real tension here because, like, as soon as Marjorie snuffed out or uh, sniffled, sniffed out, sniffed out the plot, sniffled it out, yeah. And I'm like, yes, Marjorie's smart enough to see this. I thought she might get away. Me too. Yeah, and she might get uh, Loras out of there, and, and nope. maybe, and maybe the High Septon will even get away. Yeah, like I'm. Like, I was oh. like, don't you do not let him get away. And I also feel like they played with me a little bit on the revelation about Jon Snow's true parentage when they drip, they when she's whispering in. Ned's ear. And I'm and like, are they really? Yeah. Are they going to pull a wall? Because I was ready to fuck them. I was ready, like, look, if this smashes the black, I like everything that was awesome before is about to be wiped away. Uh-huh. And I'm going to go like, I can't believe you do this to your fan base because I now we. It's like it's stupid. But uh, then you know the cut right to John right. and just pulling out from his eyes. You yes, you like know I, I thought. Yes, that was like that. That was a really nice bit of. Um, I don't know. Like that. That's a great way to do that. It was, and then there was another twenty minutes to the episode. Which, so by like, the way, th- I mean that stuff has been theorized since like the first book. Like that, they mm-hmm. they laid the bones of that plot really early. Um, and one of the ch- probably one of the chief pleasures of reading the book was kind of unraveling that whole all the evidence that that, that pointed towards John being the son of Rhaegar and Lyanna Targaryen. Right, so we might. I, I'm sure we'll get into that a lot more in and, the and also, Tuesday's cast. And right? also, like, what does that even mean at this sure. point? Yeah. Uh, he's king of the north. What does that mean for Westeros? Yeah, and like I, they they kind of remix the North Remembers plot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I, that it's great because we don't even know what fruits are going to bear from some of these plots. Like the you know what does what is Dorne's resistance with, with the target? What is all that ultimately? Where is the Grand Northern conspiracy Part going? Of it is ships, but 
I'm sure there's something else. But what I'm saying is, like, we've only speculated these past five years, and now, like, I feel like that, I mean, again, you can quibble, but I just, uh, I don't wonder how many people are going to say, like, there's no way this is the way this stuff goes down in the books. But I feel like, I always said that in the first few seasons, where sometimes they'd go pretty far afield, Mm -hmm. but, like, at the season finales, they'd all snap it to where it's, like, fairly, um, you know, accurate to where they are in the books. And I kind of feel like... That this season at the at the finale is probably a pretty accurate depiction of where we might be at the end of Winds of Winter. Yeah, I mean, it feel it really feels right to me the way that kind of Danny's stories start dovetailing with Westeros mm-hmm. a little bit more yeah, at the end sure. of this with Varys going over, talking to Dorne, talking to Elena, and it it seems like you know it was cool when Danny was was going to just wreak havoc uh, with her troops and her mm-hmm. dragons and stuff mm-hmm. and her ships, but. Like, adding that layer of, oh, we also have the foothold in Westeros, we have sure. the, the help that we need. Yeah. It just felt right. And up until, like, last week, we weren't even talking about that. Sure. So. And I I even liked the scene of her with Dario, and like then the scene immediately after that with Tyrion was, like, really good stuff. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing uh, where, like... I feel I, bad for Dario, but... I feel... Dar- but, but, like, in a way that makes sense. Not like I'm like, this is all horseshit or right. stupid. Like... That this all makes sense in, the, in in terms of the universe, and I also feel like it's kind of Daenerys wasn't ready to do this in season two. Daenerys is at, just go to, to be, Westeros to do every to, to do everything that a queen has to do to right. Seize she needed power. to learn some lessons, and I feel like that this was her like, you know graduate program, and yeah, she is ready. And and the dragons are ready, and her troops are ready, and again, there's a lot of like... Westeros is ready. Westeros is not ready. (laughs) I think Westeros is ready. Yeah. I think it's ripe for the picking at the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you've got a couple of wars that have just been fought. It makes me wonder, like, so, okay, obviously the... the Tyrells? Is that the Marjorie's family? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, the Tyrells... I always get the Martells and Tyrells confused. Sure. Tyrells are no longer allied with the Lannisters. Nope. That much is apparent. Nope. In fact, the way they were talking about in Dorne, it sounds like the Lannisters has openly declared war. Because she... the Okay. Because that's yeah. what... Um, right. Alaria, I think is her name, was saying. She's like, you know... Before... The, yeah, Lena laid the smackdown yeah. on all of them, which that, was amazing. She's that, just an endless source of entertainment for me. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Let let the so, let the grown ass women talk. Children. Who's ruling in in the the Tyrell Empire at this point? I'd seems it's Elena, like Lady Olena. Right? Yeah, because like the entire ruling structure of her house right? got got burnt up, and I like how she put it. Like they destroyed my future. Sure, because yeah, yeah. she's too old for she's this not shit. Have any kids. She's yeah. like, okay, well, Mace is a kind of a dumb fuck, but Marjorie's got some, some, some heft to her, and and maybe Loras, but now like all that's gone. There's yeah. going to be no grand Like there's nothing. Yeah. All that stuff she's worked her whole life for. Gone. Man, that blew my mind. Just because Cersei, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what you say about Cersei at this point. I mean. It sucks that you can't fuck your brother openly and, you know, marry the person you didn't want. And, but on, she, like, wiped out a quarter of the city. Oh, I, yeah, don't get me wrong. And I felt like they like, did a good job of, like, if you are inclined to think, well, all these lords and ladies and the Septons and the Sparrows and all that, fuck them. Like, they showed a lot of just people on the street yeah. going up 
yeah. in flames. Uh, that was a much bigger explosion than Holy I expected. Shit. Much more violent. I mean, yes. the, the high septum like puts his arms out and goes up yeah, like a yeah. The, the whole thing. Just. Yeah, because I thought maybe there'd be like, well, maybe it's going to start to burn, and maybe I was still holding out and hope for Marjorie, Marjorie until the high run. septum yeah. just incandesced. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, that's yep, over. It's gone. <laughs> it's there's going to be no ambiguity about this one. Absolutely not. Nope. I'm glad they did that because I don't want people going. Oh, maybe Marjorie's alive. No, maybe there's no fucking way. Loris made it out. Like there, she's up no. in that fucking stratosphere, man. Yeah, the winds are carrying amazing. her to to Essos right as we speak. Uh, wow. I caught a little bit of the uh, inside Game of Thrones or whatever oh, yeah? it's called, uh, yeah. and they were talking about this how like Cersei is is kind of more of a threat now than she has ever been. You know, mm. she has absolute power. She is the queen. And she's kind King's of a Landing. mad queen now. She ha- doesn't have her kids to sort of rein her in, right? No. Like that one humanizing factor. And, and that look between Jamie and Ugh. Cersei, like, wow. What is going on there? Yeah. I mean, is Cersei done Well, with same Jamie? thing like the lo- just like, you know. Also with the king and the Norfin, we did some more king and the Norfin again. <laughs> and uh, the look between Littlefinger and Sansa. Right. Like he's like, looking at her like I'm so disappointed. You're such a sucker. Although do I do think John. Here's the thing. I don't know how this changes the plans because she, right. if she wanted to, if he's going to be king in the north, she can still be a fucking princess and marry if she wants to be. Mm-hmm. You know, the, at Littlefinger's side as he sits the Iron Throne. If that's what she wants to go for, yeah. And it I really seem like it. I don't. I really don't think she trusts him. Like, like I don't think said, she trusts him. But would. but also, I think she respects his his game skill. Sure. And if he's looking at her like you're, uh, like I thought, like like you're a chump. Mm-hmm. I feel like that does probably get to her a little bit. Yeah, because now they've just essentially declared John king of the north, and like she's mm-hmm. left out in the cold again. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, whereas she had the most rightful claim to Winterfell. She well, be Lady Stark, you know, everyone's forgotten about Bran. Bran needs to get. Yeah, Bran needs well, to Bran, make the weirwood he's scream. He's got three eyes now. He's doing <laughs> other things. Did you? I thought they did some interesting things where, like, when Littlefinger proposed to Sansa, essentially, they did. He did this weird reaction shot, and then they went to Bran. And I thought that suggests that you know maybe Bran is aware of some of these things, or he will be aware. Yeah, he like, might be. That I, I, they, it's the same way that uh, you know Ned did the kind of like double take as he was making his way upstairs. Yeah. Uh, that's, and I think that's super interesting. Also, you know, I, I thought it was interesting that Cold Hands, Benjin, which he looked a lot more, his hands looked a lot more cold this episode. Yeah. It's pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> uh, he's like, he kind of reminded everybody that, hey, wall's not just dice. It's right, all magical. It's, magic it's all magical and, and shit. I can't cross it because I'm right. white. Like, But we all know that Bran's got the mark of the White Walker on him. D- and we, the last time he, that, the last time that was on him when he you know was inside magical protection, it, they waltzed uh, right in. Yeah, it pierced the veil. So right that uh, and I I kind of expected to show them at least going into the wall, but I guess they yeah. don't have to. Yeah, I mean we made they, a lot of predictions. They got a little. They got to um, leave a little a few threads. Yeah, and that was one of them that the wall sure. like. If it's going to come down, it wouldn't come down this season, right? Uh, you know, we don't know. I mean, I thought maybe not, it could. But... I thought, well, that's true. That this is all stuff. This this isn't book spoilers. We're right. like, I can't pure think, speculation. I can't think of a single fucking thing that we because for a lot of this season we were kind of spooling back some of the Dance of the Dragons B plots and remixing them right. and whatnot. I, I, you know, there. Well, I can think of this. There's something. There, the Sam at the Citadel. There's a little bit like a couple pages more. Okay. Um, but I thought, man. 
you know, uh, I, I'm just going to lose my track. I thought the library scene was I really incredible. About that. And just like, yeah, the way they shot this. I mean, sh- Sam is home. Yeah, Sam. Sure, Sam loves this. Like he, might, Gilly might lose him to the fucking library. <laughs> she might. He's 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 forgot that he's even supposed to be a maester. He's just gonna hold up shop and. I love that look. Like what? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. I gotta follow this guy. I can't help you. See yeah. you, Gilly. Yeah, that was that. That was some interesting comedic relief. Yeah, I thought that was um, an interesting look at the uh, the cloistered nature of the the maesters. I suppose. Man. Man, I love this episode. That was a sweet set, though. Like, that's like the Library of Alexandria plus. If nobody trusted anybody and, like, all the books were chained to the fucking shelves. And if you had, like, some science fiction-y sort of, uh, you know, clockwork mechanisms and light reflection schemes and all that. Right. So those things are the Game of Thrones logo in the intro, right? Like, those concentric rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely the sun was exactly like it was in the Right. Right, it uh, looked like those chandeliers were the same. Yeah, and I like the scene of getting to Old Town and the Citadel is just letting fly all the white ravens. And oh, oh, by yeah. the way, when John's like, you know, or Sansa said, "Winter is here." Uh-huh. I, I got actually has been saying it for years. I got I got super emotional at a couple points in the show. That was one of them. Uh, Davos confronting and confirming his worst fears with Melisandre. Right, I forgot when, about when he that. He was talking about how he loved her as his own. Like that was yep. super powerful. Uh, I know there's and a good on others. you, John. Like I, I like the decision he made there, which was I'm not going to keep Melisandre around, but I'm not going to kill her. Yes, it's because like, she did resurrect me. Her magic did work, and like I don't. That might come. I, I need to put her in the fridge. Right, like she's down south. I can probably get her if I need her to go hurl some light magic, but I also can't have this crazy woman in my yeah. ranks. No. We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints... Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. (laughs) 
So I, I don't know. Still kind of, I still felt, I mean, the the one thing I was hoping for and didn't get was something from Sansa and Jon to further illuminate the decision that she made to keep the Littlefinger stuff secret. Like why she decided to? I mean, they talked about it, but I don't, I felt like that was words that were wind and meant pretty much nothing. Yeah, she didn't say why, she just said it was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Like what... Okay, you don't trust John, but how does that have anything to do with not giving him the information he needs to win a battle that you want him to win? Yeah, you know. Again, like I feel yeah. like some of the dark sands that the the takes are were accurate, but I didn't get a lot to kind of confirm that. Mm-hmm. I really think they're just going to leave it as well. I just didn't trust you, and it's, you withhold information to people you don't trust, and that doesn't really make a lot of sense. But whatever, because yeah. the rest of the episode was dope. It was. It was. Uh, I. At this point, don't really have any complaints. Uh, I think it was amazing, top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of more than I wanted it to be. Yeah. I wonder, because sometimes you get some you know, backlash to praise, and I could see it coming in the form of, like, this is almost literal wish fulfillment. Like, every single ways, thing yeah. that happened was things that people really want to fucking see happen. But so Even much though, of that, it's like... It, it was felt like it was earned to me. It's hard to avoid that too, because like so many of these theories yeah. feel so ironclad at this point. Like yeah. I, I could have, I, like I said, I was ninety nine percent sure that Cersei was going to light something up with wildfire. Sure, I thought it was going to be more actually. Yeah, but the way it worked out mm-hmm. was better than I could have expected with Tommen's death. I yeah, mean, indeed. You know, I, I was expecting her to blow up the the <laughs> high sept with him in it, and like yeah, or the or the sept of Baylor, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad she didn't do that because that, you know, yeah. that's a last ditch. That's and I also a, thought maybe she would go up with, up. like she would go up with it, right? Like it would be yeah. kind of a suicide thing. Um, yeah, like she's given up. And but like she, that's the thing. Like I don't feel like she saw Tom and killing her, himself coming. No, she like didn't. that he would be so no. devastated. Did not. I mean, definitely that his wife Bert was Bert. But I also think like he kind of took this king shit seriously. And when we look out and see a quarter of it devastated, and you kind of know it was your mom that did it. Just so she can avoid punishment that you kind of are coming around to the idea that she deserves. Like, how do you want to stick around to see how those history books are written? Like, as, as yeah. they were for showing on the window, I'm like, okay, he might be jumping out of here. But on the other hand, like, if Tommen really digs deep and says, okay, I got, I got, I, I got to be a king now, and I'm gonna put my mom to death and all that kind of stuff, and like, man, and then I was starting to turn something, and then he jumps out the window, and I'm like, well, no, that's about right. Yeah, see, I thought they were just lingering on the sept burning. And like, right, like the aftermath of this going, yeah. this is going to have consequences. Oh, and yes. it does. Yes, and they <laughs> Immediate are. Immediate and devastating. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's, that's pretty good. That was uh, the most unexpected thing for me. Uh, and the thing that honestly felt the best. I, I just. Yeah. Like the way that they filmed that. Yeah. And just how gleeful Cersei was in her ultimate victory and then how it instantly just turned to ash. Right. And, uh, you know, the it, it's... Mm. The only bit of that prophecy left mm-hmm. is for Cersei herself to go down. And, oh, the other time I got emotional, Tyrion getting the hand of the, the queen pin. Right. That was such a great moment. Were you emotional because it was a touching moment? Yeah, and, like, this... <sighs> or or were you emotional because it it might be destroy It might be eroding at your democracy... Uh, ending for Game of Thrones. I mean, you all, you're, you're going to need a fucking uh, head of parliament. You're going to need a prime minister. But she's essentially saying, I'm queen. 
Yeah, but so is fucking Elizabeth II. She still has prime ministers. <laughs> okay. One who fair. just cocked shit up and is going to resign over it. Um, you know, so like the, that's analogous to the hand of the king. And no, we see I, how I that all turned out. Right. Oh god. Shit. Uh, I think that <laughs> I think that the my parliamentary democracy monarchy okay. thing is still still uh in play. Yeah. But no, I thought it was it's it was touching on multiple levels just that like I feel like finally I feel like finally Daenerys trusts Tyrion mm-hmm. that like you know this is everything that Tyrion want is whatever wanted to believe in something that speech he gave about belief and how he's always wanted to do something that matters and now he's got it and not just like a uh, just keep this fucking thing warm for me while I tie up this whole Rob Stark situation I'm going to yank it right back and like the fact that he feels valued and respected as yeah. a as a person, and the, the the way they stage that on those steps just to have him kind of almost see eye level with yeah, her, I noticed that that yeah. like that kind of like his because he talks about how he never even believed in himself, mm-hmm. so like his stature is rising in his own eyes. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like, a good again, for Tyrion the, the, too. The, the the visual storytelling was just off the charts in this episode. Uh, one other question for you. I don't want to talk. And also, too everybody much more. that gave 10.0 to last week's episode, <laughs> are you going to give this eleven? Right. That's what happens, fuckers. That's why we gave it a <laughs> 9.5. That's, that's why we, we gave a little chuff, because this yeah. this is what you get. This is a great episode. I think so. Uh, one question <laughs> for you regarding Danny's uh-huh. empire that she's built here in, you know, Essos. She's leaving Dario in charge of it, right? Yes. With what forces? I... I feel like I, I, I think I said this last week. I feel like you could leave, like, 1,000 or 2,000, uh, you know, unsullied. And ten thousand Dothraki, and maybe a couple more thousand Second Sons, and with Dario in charge, it'll probably be okay. Now, like, here's right. the thing: like, I don't know that I trust Dario not to be like three months into this. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, Danny said just basically plow as many women as he want. Yeah. I'm probably going to marry a king. So, like, why not rule a city if not a whole continent? And hor- I mean, I, I. So, what's the percentage of him? You know just abandoning his post because he's bored with it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm more worried that he won't have the forces he needs to hold it. Mm. Uh, like she took too much with her to Westeros. But, but she also like completely devastated the, the masters forces as well. Right. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, like they were probably all mostly slave soldiers or conscripts and she just t- took out them and all their ships. So the, the masters, even they wanted to be and, and killed a lot of their political leaders are not going to be yeah. a force for a while. So, I think that maybe uh, Bravos. I mean, I'm not. I, maybe they you could be in. right, but I think that we're not meant to be worried about it. Okay. Uh, oh, also, Stark yeah. flag flying on the clockwork Winterfell this episode. Nice attention to detail. Right. You said you were going to look I, for that. I, I, I thought, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yes, as soon as I saw it. Yeah, extended um, intro with all the different locations because they went everywhere. They, they I mean, did. They did. Everywhere that we've got an important plot point, except yeah. maybe the Hound. I don't know if he's got more to do, but you know that's the one place they didn't go. Yep. Uh, everywhere else was touched. But the mountain still lives. The mountain does still live. So, so the Clegane so still some lives. weak hype. The hype is just barely hanging on. True. Uh, the one other thing about Danny that I think didn't didn't really sit right with me is okay. the idea that she would marry herself off to a king. Like, I, I don't know. I think a lot of people are going to nitpick, or not nitpick, but are going to be rightfully upset that Danny has been talking about fucking destroying this wheel. Mm-hmm. 
And then she's going to go over there and make alliances by doing the same thing they've been doing for generations and marrying a man who's going to be king? Well, no, because that's the thing. Like, I guess I... Because that was confusing to me, and I, I don't know if you can tell, but I've read up a lot on... on uh... Uh, you know the British monarchy um, in the last year or two because uh, I think it's fascinating not not just because of recent events and all that uh-huh. but like so the Queen you know Queen Elizabeth obviously is married to a man uh, Prince Philip I believe uh, he's not king like if 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 you know the the like the king's wife is like honorarily called the queen, but she has no real power if the king dies she doesn't become queen right that's what I the, the, yeah. so, so but. When you're the queen, capital Q, it's the other way around. Like, you can marry someone and they don't get to be king. And your kids are the ones that sit the throne. So okay. I feel so like that's, that's like, if she marries, it's, it's, she's not marrying and there's going to be a king and she sits behind him. No. Right. If any, yeah, it's just going to be, uh, you know, an advice to have children and further the dynasty. Okay. She could have done that with Dario. Come on. True. If you want to be queen and you want to take a dragon. But Tyrion's like saying you can marry some prince from Dorne or prince from Tyrell and like cement an alliance forever. Or you can bring your boy toy over and just give up that free card to play. I feel like she doesn't need it. No, I mean, it is. That's the thing. 100,000 Dothraki dragons. Yeah. Unsullied. Chopkins. Like... like I like what she said, though, that like I might not marry anyone because I might not need it and I could just be, you know... Like Did she a, say that? I must have Yeah, that. I could just be okay. like a Cath. I don't know. There's a Catherine the Great one that never got married, but she kind of like has a reputation for being pretty. <laughs> I I, anyway. Know. I, I don't know anything about British history. That was, well, now we're talking about, I think, Russians. Russians? I know less about Russian history. So, so there you go. Well, and I know, I can't even be sure which nationality I'm talking about. Great. But uh, no, I think there's some def- definitely historical models for like these, uh, okay. you know, quote unquote virgin queens. Um,. I, yeah, I there's there's who knows what's what's all on the table and and John like I the other thing is if Sansa's Lady of Winterfell doesn't she have the power to legitimize John? I kept saying throughout the episode. All right, clearly I've got everyone on my side now, Sansa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everyone, you hear this King of the North shit yeah. that's going on in yeah. this room right now that you're yeah. sitting in. Fucking name me a Stark. Just Although, stand up, go, yeah, you're right. I suppose if I he's... Stark you. If he's the king, then he can just legitimize his own damn self. Like, that's one of the... Pa- and that's Maybe what... it's going to be a, a yeah. house of snow. I yeah. mean... Yeah, because Ramsey legitimized, like, I feel like just whatever the ranking member of your family just has to recognize you, and boom, you're in. Right. So and like, I, I kept I thought, waiting like, well, maybe, for Sansa. Like, maybe that it. has to be rubber stamped by the king, but fuck it, John's the king now. So, like, bam, I'm a Stark. Yeah. More than Ned's bloods flowing through. I got this. I, I'm or, just a Stark. I mean, it gives him an opportunity to make a sweet ass. Come up with a new sweet ass house sigil for snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come up with some it's awesome words. Well, it's a I said sweet ass, not like <laughs> candy ass. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's a snowflake on a peppermint swirl background. <laughs> That's the worst house symbol of all. Uh, uh, and then some sweet ass house words, like yeah. I don't know. Like uh, we know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, you've destroyed well, my wishes. He, no for... one said he was a great king in the north. <laughs> he's just the king. Yeah, he's not not great battle tactics. Not the great not the great words comer upper. <laughs> not the great sig- oh, greatest sigil designer. All right. Well, yeah. I feel bad for him. And uh, now then, all the bastards would be legit. He just automatically legitimized all right? bastards and born yeah. in the north. They're all his children, except yes. for those stupid sands down in the south. Well, yeah, them. obviously they're this is born a in snow Dorn. house. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah great great episode all around i feel yep. confident that we probably haven't covered everything but as we say that's what the tuesday podcast is for yep um one topic i want to bring up for the spoiler edition is typically I do like a differences from books to the show, like, you know, concurrent, you know, like up to the point, um, for the wrap up podcast. And, um, so if you've got some differences that you want to talk about and that, so we can kind of, cause also you got to be careful. I want to make sure I don't like spoil anything. Cause there's just a, just, just a little bit left that maybe could be spoiled. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can uh, game plan our wrap up coverage, uh, for the spoiler podcast. Uh, so that's a, a invitation. Uh, Game of Thrones at baldmove.com to send me stuff about that or anything else you want to talk about for this episode for the Tuesday podcast and uh, forums at baldmove.com if you want to talk to your fellow friends, fellow friends, fans, fronds, yeah. fellow fronds. All right, cool. Well, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. Good night. Uh, one other thing before we go, while we're talking about you know game planning or end of year coverage and all that, um, is uh, if you'd like to support us, if you've liked our podcast through this season, I know a lot of people have found this uh, you know just just this season, uh, and you want to support what we do here in our independent podcast, uh, we would love to have you in our club at club.baldmove.com, where you can get ad free feeds and you can get extra bonus content. Uh, you can watch us live record the podcasts. Uh, you can get VIP access. Uh, again, there's bonus. We just did, like, for example, a uh, full spoiler review for Independence Day, the the re- regurgitation, I think. Yeah? Re- yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was uh, something for only for club members. A lot of cool stuff. And, again, the most important thing is you, you help support independent podcasters. Me and Jim, we're just doing it for the love, uh, hoping, hoping we can eat the next day. Uh, l- l- and... Uh, live the podcast another day and you can help at club.baldmove.com.